0: Hello and welcome to the Functional Fitness Podcast. I am here with Liam Puller, or otherwise known as Coach. Liam, Liam, <laughs> Liam how are you doing? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, very good. Uh, thank you for coming on podcast. Oh, that's cool. Um, you are kind of known in the wider Functional Fitness community as the guy who writes the torture <laughs> and who most people curse every class every class every yeah class. so uh so yeah i just wanted to take this opportunity to have a chat with you if, uh, if some of the mem- members and uh, maybe don't know you that much have an opportunity to, to get to know you a little bit more so kind of go and go through like a little bit of background uh you've been with us a while as we discussed beforehand um and then we're going to dive into kind of your your kind of ethos on programming like where you get a lot of your inspiration from How on earth you come up with these horror shows of workouts, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, yeah, and just kind of dive into a little bit about you. And I thought we'd just kind of, you know, shoot the shit on this. So, uh, so Liam, if you want to take a second and imagine for a second that people don't know who you are, go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Sweet. So I'm Liam. (laughs) When did I start here? Long time ago. Two. Speed.
0: I'm thinking like five and a half or six years ago. Yeah.
1: Long I'm time. Thinking. So I did like four years, five years with the council as a a joiner. So it was like four year apprenticeship, one year just doing joinery work, tradesman, whatever you want to call it. And then realized that just wasn't for me. Uh, did a bunch of parkour and coaching uh, performance and coaching at the time as like a side thing. And then accidentally found CrossFit on YouTube. It was like watching parkour videos Related videos, uh, fittest man in the world does whatever it was. Clicked on it, Rich in doing his thing, and I was like, okay, this is cool. Googled if there was CrossFit in Dundee, I accidentally booked into a class or an open gym. Booked into an okay. open gym, okay, booked into an open gym. Try I see,
0: see I if I can remember that two o'clock,
1: all. two o'clock open gym. Okay, like, sweet me, uh, Ramsey and Amit showed up. And it was coach's training was at two yep. o'clock at the time. So we yep. walked in and all you guys were training and we were like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so we just went through through the room, did some deadlifts and stuff. And then the Monday, that was like a Saturday or a Friday, Saturday, the Monday after I booked into the first class. And then that was, that was it. History, history is <laughs> right. And yeah. then pushed in the first year, sat my level one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, just got addicted to it. Did a bunch of shadowing with you guys on classes. Um heaps hours worth mm-hmm. no real intention to to do anything with it, and then realize right cool we're gonna step out of the the building trade type thing and then push this yep, and then been here ever since level two now um studying for level three so
0: yeah, yeah that's cool we'll 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 come back to that level three thing yeah. uh, in a little bit a little while you touched on uh parkour mm-hmm. right. So first of all, for anyone that doesn't really know what that is, just give me a brief rundown.
1: Yeah, so pretty much is the art of movement, essentially. So in, in school, way back when, I would do gymnastics and didn't like the, not the discipline of gymnastics, but the strict, you have to move this way and it must look this way or you get less points than the other guy. Right. Whereas then when I found parkour and freerun it was like, you can move, use your body to overcome any obstacle that's in front of you, but you move how you move and they move how they move. Like there's no set way, as long as you get from A to B, you've done it right in the most efficient way that you possibly can. So a lot of that sorta, of you be strong to be useful ethos came into that. So you train every aspect of movement that you could to overcome whatever you were faced with. So then that ties into what we do in CrossFit of essentially you train every sort of energy system, every method of training you can to be ready for whatever a program you to do, essentially. yeah. So it's that same sort of mindset that came from that, that side of things of learn how to move in as many ways as you possibly can, as efficiently as you can to get from A to B or whatever it is in front of you. Instead of having to go around something, you would go under, over, through, whatever. Yeah. Um, Same idea of, like, I program a workout, or the open, say. We program in the lead up to the open to, um. that you've done pretty much everything. Everything and anything, that whatever Castro throws at you, you're like, cool, I've trained for this, or I've done elements of this. Yep. We're good to go. But, yeah, parkour was just moving, really. Move however you want to move. We took that from ground level to building site heights level cranes hanging off of cranes and all
0: this silly <laughs> stuff you see on youtube but. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so like you know when you see those uh, like those videos where someone's wearing like a head cam mm-hmm. and they're looking down
1: like like yeah yeah we did all that yeah. we stuff did stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> we did that jump roof to roof oh, hang God. off a crane man i feel queasy watching up. that like, gen-
0: <laughs> genuinely like I just, i'd probably freeze up there and you you yeah. maybe the whole through. the
1: whole thing was like if you drilled it it wasn't reckless like At the time, we would train low level. So if you can make a, let's say, if I don't know, five foot jump a thousand times in a row, Mm. there's no difference to doing that on the lines on the floor out there, Uh. or building to building however many stories in the air. Do you mean it's it's the exact same jump? The only difference is is what you. See or perceive is the depth, or
0: see. I think it takes a whatever. certain type of <laughs> lunatic to be able to to be able to s- to separate those two things. I yeah. think you know that you know that's the difference, right? Because the theory makes complete sense. Yeah. Like you perform a hundred kilo clean fifty times, a hundred times over. Like there's no reason why you should fail the hundred first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you know because your movement pattern's yeah. dialed in and all the rest of it. Yeah. But that I mean, mate, that's. I mean, that's crazy. I can't even <laughs> fathom, you know, going into the, the brain on that part. But in terms of, like, the one thing I think I noticed about you uh, very early doors and watching you do parkour was, like, you have a way of moving that it's just all... It's very well practised and it flows. And it's probably something that came quite naturally to you as well, right? Like, yeah. Do you think you took it to pretty pretty smoothly or did you have a rough time of it? In CrossFit or? Uh, so, for parkour, first of all, mainly. Uh, so, back then, it was... I don't know, because I have not really
1: done much. But, well, I I'd I done gymnastics, like, mm-hmm. real low-level mm-hmm. sort of stuff. So, like, I knew how to move, or if that makes sense, how mm. things feel when you yeah. move. that doesn't feel right, how do we fix this? Um, but no, it was fine. Like, the parkour sort of stuff, it was just... I walked in the door here at 50 kilos. So back then, I was never the most powerful or strong guy. So, like, there's guys we were training with that can jump miles compared to what we like i could jump at the time so it was yeah. always that thing of right cool i'm gonna have to be faster or whatever it is um did you
0: walk in here at 50
1: kilos yeah i walked in the door here at 50 kilos
0: <laughs> what do you weigh now 67 holy 67. crap man okay right 50 so kilos. wow okay so i i mean i suppose that's why like the gymnastics kind of parkour thing probably suited you right because yeah, yeah. um and you're being being a little bit heavier mm. Probably less capable you know, of being though, graceful, right? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think the, I think the, like when I, when I touch something like the way you move, right. So to verbalise this, I guess for for someone listening to a podcast, um, how do I put it? Okay, so like you can imagine me as like the baby elephant, kind of bounding about, <laughs> right? And if I try and jump over, let's say a, a, a like a some sort of barrier, yeah, yeah. the way you would, it would probably not in that well yeah. <laughs> whereas you would the, the best way i could describe it is you would glide over things that, mm. that's the best way i could describe it you would do that what's that is that has that movement got a name yeah
1: we would call it like we would name that sort of thing like flow like you would do a flow session so, it's a
0: really good name for like, that because that's what it's like
1: like we can get over we can both get over it yeah but like we would train like hours on end of like <laughs> let's link these together
0: smoothly so yeah because you would the difference is that i would run up to an, an obstacle probably take a second yes and then take a big jump right and maybe probably you know likelihood maybe make it i could grab it pull Mm. myself over and go you would not break your stride yeah
1: that's
0: the difference and you would just flow over whatever it was and it was but it looked quite special it was like Mm. and i think that for you has transferred into crossfit in a massive way you talked you touched on being as efficient as possible and i think Mm. when we were trying to coach people especially when we're looking down the route of doing well in the open or competing, yeah. the whole idea is to be as efficient as possible. Use, yeah. use as l- little energy as possible yeah. to achieve the task you're trying to achieve, right? And that's, yeah. So, but you feel like parkour's probably done that for you in a big 100%, way?
1: Percent, yeah. Um, so, you can add like, th- those sort of things. Different sort of eye. We, we always say like, develop the eye of, like, like you say, if you're running up to something a wall, for example... You had trained it so much that we always say like your last three steps were the most important steps before you did anything. So you start to be able to judge, right? My last three steps before that wall is roughly there as you're running towards it. So you understand like one, two, three, I need to be on my right leg to go further than I can on my left leg. So you figure out your strides and you're away. Whereas when it comes to the CrossFit side of things, you don't really need that eye, but you can kind of pick patterns of like, even just little things like the way you can dismount off of the bar to get to your, or the rig to get to
0: your barbell, or the way you come yeah. off of a box, or whatever yeah. it would be. Yeah. But. but again, I see that in you when you move. Mm. Like, if I'm watching you do a workout, and yes, we do that in CrossFit, we're weird like that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, um, just look at look at CrossFit on YouTube, guys, and you'll know what I mean, right? Because mm. then you'll want to watch it more. Um, but uh, but yeah, you the way you would, again, that kind of flow or glide yeah. to between bits and very often in certain workouts at certain levels, higher levels, the transitions are often yeah. what makes the difference between yep. someone winning an event potentially and not. Yeah, so seconds, that matters. So, yeah. yeah, it totally matters. For those of the people that, that listen to this, that actually know you, like they'll, you will know what I mean when I'm saying about Liam's movement. All right. Um, so something to definitely check out for sure. Okay. So parkour, you accidentally found CrossFit, came yeah. in, kind of fell in love with it more or less pretty yeah. quick. And then the, you've been coaching with us ever since. Mm-hmm. Now, you've gone from essentially being, like, coaching with us. You've you've upped the levels in the, the CrossFit L1, mm-hmm. L2. And you're one of the few of us currently that are on the, the, the track to be L3. Yeah. And I, I think from my perspective, like, you've gone from being the gymnastics guy. Yeah. So, you know, like, yeah. right? Um, because, I, I, you know, that's kind of your special. Mm. Not yeah. You're not good with the barbell because your numbers mm. are insane for your weight, actually, as well. Yeah. Like, but... If anyone if anyone of my clients had an issue with a gymnastics movement, I would do my best with them, but there would have to be a point where I would go, I'm not the guy to help you there. Mm-hmm. You're far better seeing Liam than me. And that, that's what would happen, right? And it would try and, you know, so for example, right now I've got a couple of people that I know I'm gonna be sending you away pretty damn soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once we get open again, of course. But um <laughs> if that ever happens. <laughs> um but then you've actually you're now actually head coach, lead programmer here.
1: Yeah the change the, uh, so
0: <laughs> uh, on that front and I think this is where a lot of our members will be really really interested in, in listening to your kind of ethos and where you get a lot of your inspiration from for your programming because one thing's for sure that all the feedback we get is how good it's been and and to be to be transparent with the listeners we we moved from uh, we, we were doing it ourselves before mm-hmm. we then transitioned and went in, uh, with uh, NC Fit which was good for a time, but I think we all felt it changed. It took a it took a turn at some yeah. point, didn't it? I don't know
1: it, if they changed who was writing it or. I, I don't know. It took it. Yeah. It
0: took a different angle, didn't it? And hmm. it was. It's it's clear and obvious what they were doing, but I think it was the right time for us to step away from that and actually start to take control of that again. And I think that's where you really stepped in and have made it your own. So yeah, uh, if you want to kind of just lay it out for the guys a little bit on what you're thinking, and and we'll take it from there.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, the way I kind of run it at the minute is like that old ethos of be strong to be useful. So like, just take your general, you come to the gym to get fit, to get stronger, better quality of life. So obviously the coaching side of things, we make sure that you're doing the movements written properly, doing the best that you can safely. Um, whereas the programming behind it, like if you've ever watched the old school Rich Phoning videos, <laughs> As we've all done heaps mm. of times. Oh yeah. He'll chat about like if you not there's not no like magic theory there's no there's no science or like crazy science behind it. His thoughts were simply if you get out of breath, lift moderate to heavy, pretty not every day in in some combo of those two, then you're on the right track to sure. to getting fitter to getting stronger. You don't have to worry too much about. Percentages and whatever it is. If you move with intensity, let's say five, three to five times a week, you're on the right track to 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 whatever it is your your goals yeah. are essentially. Yeah. And then different down the line, if you're looking at competition, then we play about with different percentages to try and move, like work towards strength numbers a little bit faster than if you were just messing about when, mm. with whatever. But down the line of what we're doing in the gym, obviously we look at the open as our our main staple so for the last little bit with the with the gym being in little boxes and things like that it's been quite challenging to keep one, keep it interesting for the members because we can't we're limited to to certain like well there's a few movements that are like crossed off bar, like the rig or wall balls things like that just because of the spacing and whatever it is but that's like the open's our main our main sort of goal or our kind of you plan the year around it. Mm-hmm. But that's, uh, that's pretty much where we're going with that.
0: And the Open's in February now, right? There's been a lot of movement. March now. Oh, it
1: March, well, is it March? Well, Sorry. normally February. Yeah. Was October last year, then they changed it again. So Carrikey. now it was bad February, but now we're only doing three weeks worth, yeah. instead of five weeks.
0: Okay, yeah. We're looking at that time of year, roughly, where all mm-hmm. the training kind of culminates. That's really, yeah. like for the, for the for the main class program, Yeah. that's essentially what it's leading up to. So essentially, mm-hmm. by that time, what everyone's as kind of fit as they can be, as, but have yeah. as much strength as they could Pretty build much, in yeah, that as time. As fit right? as you
1: can be, as strong as you can be, and as well versed through like a sub five minute workout, a twenty minute workout, or a forty five minute workout. So, well, be why been?
0: why is that important? Like, what why do we cover that spectrum like that? Over
1: the more so obviously, yeah. if you
0: if you want to get down
1: to science of it, you've got all your different energy systems. Yeah. But like, the simplest form. If you look at it, like, forget all that stuff. Mm. Simple, it's like life, doesn't, life won't cater to your specific sure. training time frame, if that makes sense. Mm. like I don't know, depending on the job you're in, you might be in a job. Like if you look at the military, for example, it's all long duration sort of stuff or um, construction workers, maybe like little intense bursts of lifting heavy things from A to B or whatever yeah. it may be um but again like life won't general life won't cater to the way you prefer to yeah. work out. if that makes sense like so. if i love
0: a barbell right but yeah. i'm late for the bus life ain't going to hold gonna hold that bus, bus for me just because yeah. i prefer a barbell <laughs> you're right, right? okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like if
1: you look at Sam, i always get real harsh with the old basic human skills as i call it like your burpee is one if you okay. fall down you need to get back up again a pull up a lot of people might get upset with this but pull up <laughs> Basic human skill, in my opinion. Of okay. like, if you yeah. are in a situation, burning building, for example, and you have to get up and out a window, if you can't pull yourself up, well, uh,
0: you're in trouble, you're right? You're in trouble. You're, you're <laughs> in trouble.
1: Um, simple things like an air squat, like to some degree. Air squat and a lunge, depending on injuries sure. yeah, and things like that. Yeah. Um, how do you get, how do you sit on a toilet? How do you stand up? Like a deadlift, a basic deadlift. It doesn't have to be crazy heavy. Um but it's picking up the shopping, you, right? Yeah, if you walk to the, like you carry your shopping to your front door, you put the shopping on the ground, unlock the door, you have to be able to pick it back up again. <laughs> yeah. Simple, right? Makes sense. Yep. Um, but yeah, just just life. Only. I think
0: those those yeah. things that you just talked about, I think a lot of people take for granted when they're younger, mm-hmm. because their body can do it, right? Yes. And I think uh, a lot of people lack the foresight in order to think to themselves actually i will get older mm-hmm. at some stage and if i don't do something about that that will those those basic things you take for granted now will become an issue later on yeah and i think that and, and i don't think this this is a fact that actual longevity is very much tied in with strength yeah 100 percent for a number of reasons yeah
1: power like even one of the things we notice from from the old sport and this from Cro- crossfit is that as adults get older they lose the ability to jump yeah so if we think about like what is that it's you lose the ability to to powerfully extend your hip right so you start to if that's like someone who lives like a not a lazy life what would the word be sedentary so that's the one yep <laughs> um that's our lifestyle like they'll lose the ability to jump or use their hips effectively yeah way more rapidly than than the rest of us who are, who sure. are training to, to prolong that yep Yep. Um, so that's a big thing like debil- the ability to jump off of the floor like if you look at essentially when we get like crazy old you almost turn into a baby again right like babies can't really jump <laughs> off the floor at the start uh, and then so my, my son Jackson's actually thing, right? he's, he's learning
0: to jump yeah, yeah, and he does this weird thing where like he extends <laughs> fast but <it> doesn't <laughs> yeah. leave the ground it's yeah. quite yeah. funny to watch but yeah baby like stage yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yep. but it's that it's the same thing of like kids classes like, real young kids, five years old, mm. younger, that that sort of range. Like, can't chuck a barbell on those guys. How do we get them stronger? Yep. Make them jump. Get them jumping yeah, about. Fair. Different yep. sort of impact loading, like oh, yeah. jumping onto things, jumping off of things. Like.
0: Yeah, and do you mean to impact and load the spine, essentially? Yeah, like, oh, the, yeah. Not necessarily the spine, but the skeleton yeah. and the body and kind mm. of strengthen it and get That's it ready. how it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. can,
1: like, sure. get those guys stronger before they're obviously structured enough, strong enough to then... Listen, Jackson, Jackson's like, already got his barbell man. He's, he's, moving he's, like, he's moving it He's like one and a half He's doing back squat. He's not really <laughs> It's a plastic barbell by the way Just before anyone like
0: Messages in like <laughs> baby a 60 kilo barbell <laughs> Yeah hey, he's, gonna, he's gonna be a strong little dude I'm yeah. telling you that he's so fast Okay but then And then you said like So kids but then you said the baby thing right And yeah. is it you, You're essentially saying that they basically They peak at an adult With their capability Whatever that may be And then things actually start to tail off
1: Yeah so if you Like
0: Look Like study for the level 3 Like mm.
1: All this sort of fresh but it's like everyone thinks I've heard it all the time in here hit 30 ah, I'm done I'm retired <laughs> like, you've got until you're like 77 until sure, you yeah. until you lose what you could do right now essentially yes. um, if you look at the
0: masters divisions there's
1: masters athletes that are lifting heavier than our strongest athletes in
0: the gym in here. their 20s yeah 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 sure um, sure that's like like the old old guy strength is yeah. it, a term? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't think, I've never heard old With lady strength, old muscle. but I've heard, I've heard old <laughs> guy strength is a real
0: thing. Yeah, I can't wait to be old guy strong. I'm telling you, <laughs> silver fox. Like, like dudes on
1: him. like back in the day, dudes on a building site, just like 60 plus years old, yep. like slabs, like six of them, whatever he's carrying. <laughs> and like we train in here, you're like, hold on, that's just specific. Like I can move a barbell, however heavier than that. Yeah. But I'm struggling with, like, three of these. Like, yeah, Jesus, yeah, Jesus, yeah, Jesus, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, That's the thing. But that, now, there was hmm. something I was wanting to touch with you on, actually. Because that is definitely a thing. Gym fitness, mm-hmm. in gym fitness versus real-world fitness. Like, oh. yes, there's transferability. Of course there is. But at the same time, you've just described as, yeah. as something that I have experienced as well, where, like, I think I'm a strong mm-hmm. numbers. We're all right, right? And then I, it was Naomi's mum and dad's house, and we were moving slabs. It was funny enough, it was actual slabs because uh, we, were, we were moving stuff in the garden. Bad, right? Holy crap. Now, <laughs> don't get me wrong, like, I managed more than someone that would not yes. have trained. Like yeah. I was able to pick it up and move it.
1: But the way you oh, perceive it, you're like, I should yeah. be stronger. Yes. I am stronger. Yes. Than it. should be able to move it. Simple things like if we set up just now, if you're on the last class, you clear down the room, mm-hmm. set up the next class for mm-hmm. the coaches on in the morning. Sure no amount of crossfit that I've done in the last how many years has trained me to move all of those box boxes <laughs> yeah like the most yeah. awkward yeah. thing to carry across yeah. the room like, yeah
0: and like uh, slightly gassed after yeah. it like how what the hell yeah, I mean, yeah yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. like how yep. many
1: boxes is it is what 15 boxes something yeah. like that yeah, yeah. For, yeah for takes for like an time. hour yeah
0: <laughs> 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 few rests so few rests in between with water so breaks bad. and stuff yeah no I, I understand that, and that, absolutely but I would still argue that crossfit is the Best all rounder to just oh, yeah. get you ready for anything, yeah, right? I think I, one of my theories on that is that everything we do, there, there's very little rotation element. Yes, it's all very kind of linear in terms of like we we always face like forwards kind of thing, mm-hmm. for the most part. um yeah. Okay, maybe maybe little things that are different. Okay, maybe. Like if you're doing lateral box jumps, perhaps if you're yeah. brave enough to do that stuff, but that still isn't necessarily rotation. rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I wonder if this plane is, yeah, and by the way, I'm nice, twisting yeah. just in case you, <laughs> I, I realize I'm not on video. If you can um, see it. Yeah. But if, if there were something where we twisted more, perhaps yeah. now there's argument to and fro in that there's well that are you, are you maintaining your midline? Are yeah, you not? Are, safe, but, yeah. but I think we're designed to twist a little bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're picking those slabs up. You're never going to be dead center. So, is there an element maybe in in the training somewhere where it misses that that could lead to that? Yeah,
1: like the the, the majority it'll be just like like you said, your your straight lines mm-hmm. very much, mm-hmm. um, or your frontal plane, sure. if you want to call it that. But like what we do is you'll supplement or season season the programming with uh, like today's one has it the core element with a, a bunch of Russian twists and things like that. Love that. Um, yep. So like. I agree that it has its place, just maybe not in the bulk, the bulk of things. Okay. Because um, obviously, we, like like you say, you want to be able to move the most efficiently and safest way you can. It's the way we train, but like, there's also an element of, but I've never trained if this lift goes wrong. Like I need to mm. be strong, let's say one side goes before the other side, and sure. you have whatever, whatever it may be, on um, une- uneven surfaces. Like you need to be able to. To train all of the, all of those aspects, so it's, I suppose it comes down to like strength,
0: stability as well. Yeah. Just... would you maybe would you go down that route with someone more on a one to one basis or an, yeah, I, an IP an individualised yeah. programming? Because I when we talk about uneven surfaces, I've got this like vision of those people in gyms. You some sometimes seen videos or whatever where someone tries to do a. Pistol squats, a single-legged squat on a Bosu ball, oh, holding a tray above their head with <laughs> yes, like a, a kettle or something. Yo. like
1: cool but unnecessary. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> like,
0: but that's like uneven surfaces. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah. but I mean, have we tried to do that with uh, with all fifteen people in class, for example? Oh, oh chaos, man, we've got chaos. Yeah. yeah, even more carnage than it has been in the <laughs> yeah. past, minus the boxes, of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I think they but yeah, so there's definitely ways to go about doing that. Mm. But obviously, I think that's quite that's quite specific when you talk about like those going through those kind of measures to make sure that we're ready for anything. I think in my mind, the way that we would train those things is like more like unilateral stuff is probably a good way to go. Um, one side over the other. Mm -hmm. Um, and then other things in my mind are like carries, but again, we are a little bit more limited at the moment, maybe with our restrictions without, or are we? I mean, are there things that you could think of in your head that we can maybe. Yeah,
1: you can. You can things like farmers' carries. Sure. and Things like that we can get. Because we can get out on the street to run. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so sure. It's the same, same sort of format. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. But and,
0: just- and you think those things would help with that, though, like building that kind of. You know, you spoke about. You're almost like bulletproofing, aren't you? That's yeah. that's essentially what you're looking to do. Yeah,
1: so I'll call it like there's little pieces of extra work like that in the, the competition programming that we write um, that I'll get titled like body armor. And it's Mm. just little pieces like um, you're maybe odd loaded or uh, one side loaded of um, like lunges with goblet squats, with pistols or whatever it may be. You'll have like a upper strength, lower strength sort of armor days um, to to sort of supplement that sort of stuff as well. Well, that's a great idea. I love the name, by the way.
0: (laughs) I think, um, and actually, when you touched on the name uh, competition program, Mm. something that Fraser and I kind of touched on briefly was like, should we call it the competition program? Or could it or be? Because well, really, what I'm thinking is it's like... that
1: old school meant uh, of course, that thing that we call it. Yeah. yeah,
0: but at the same time, right? Because you talk about bulletproofing your body. I think probably everyone should be doing that to yeah. a certain extent, right? Could anyone do this program? That's what I'm about to ask. Could, can can anyone jump on that? Or is it just if you want to compete? Or is it could, could anyone do this with the goal not necessarily of competing, but actually just being a little bit better at CrossFit? Yeah and, yeah. but also built-proofing. So I think that's an element there that...
1: Yeah, so you can, any anyone can jump onto it. There's no sort of prerequisite to, to do the work. All I would say is that what you'd want to be able to do is move well with most of the movements that we that we program. Move well consistently, and then when you're doing that at intensity in the workouts that you can close to, like yes, like scaling some of the workouts is cool, Um, But before we start adding heaps and heaps of volume, um, because there's a lot more, like you've got your hour class, and then you've maybe got like an extra hour, an hour and a bit um, of extras. Um, So I'd focus on moving first, get yourself in the class. But obviously our IP slots now where the guys do their their programming, there's always a coach on hand as well to to help with movement. But if you're constantly, maybe not, like if you haven't scaled the movements or we're not too sure on the movements just yet, Add in heaps more weight or heaps more volumes maybe not the right way to go and um, but in the terms of you don't have to want to compete and um, there's a there's a few guys on it right now that have probably had no no idea or no thought of competing before they just wanted to do a little bit extra the one hour a day they're like cool that was fun I'd like to do a little bit extra that was, that was yeah I like this. yeah and um, and that's there also for people to if they just want to get a bit better they can use that like we touched on scaling the, the workouts. There's some folk that are, that are on the program that are doing the extras to be able to eventually RX all of the, the workouts that we do in mm. class. And then that ties us back into the Open as well. If you can RX pretty much all of the class workouts, you know that when the Open comes, you're probably going to be able to RX all of the Open, which is a goal for some folk as well. Like some, I've heard some people say this year, okay, well, maybe not this year's Open, it's slightly different, but the next Open we do, I just want to be able to RX all five workouts. Yep. Like cool. So yeah. Let's start putting the. the that's a really good now, goal
0: actually, and I think, so yeah. I think for those of us that are, if you're certainly if you're new, relatively new to functional fitness yeah. and CrossFit as a whole, uh, or even if you're not, I guess, like that open and that milestone is actually quite a good thing. I think a lot of folk yeah. have asked me recently about goal setting and stuff. And it's a great thing to do, and I think a lot of people have that idea in their mind mm-hmm. for usually New Year, right? It's like a, you know, it's that kind of mental reset for a lot of people, um, and I think that's a great thing to look look towards. Obviously, there's not a lot of time left. I think we're all secretly a little bit worried about the Open. We're always worried about the Open come round I <laughs> feel that way, even regardless of how much work we put in. I think yeah. yourself and certainly what I've seen the other coaches are putting a lot of work physically. Yeah. I'm quite excited to see where that goes. I think from a personal perspective, I think when, um, what was the event? Where was the, the massive team event? What was it called? Strength, Strength and, depth? and depth, yeah, 12th, 12th. Okay, so that is probably for me my favourite idea of a competition. Yeah. Because it allows people to play to their strengths to a certain degree. Yeah. At the same time, as you need a good, well-rounded a good, team. Yeah. Um, and do you have any inclination as to is that event going to be running I this year? No, not sure. Not anywhere on What's going to happen with okay. it? Okay. Um, but one might assume that they might be planning for maybe 2022, perhaps. It, yeah, so again, guys, like if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, you know, I'm I'm interested in getting better. I might want to compete. Mm-hmm. I mean, are are we going to hold some sort of trials for that? Is that maybe the way it's going to be done? Do you think, or maybe not quite thought that far ahead yet?
1: Don't know, not too sure what the plan. Maybe it might look slightly different because the guys might, some of the guys that were on it last year might look to do, like individuals Mm. or Mm. teams of twos and threes and fours, like we did the Glasgow Classic, which was six of us. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like the bigger, the big team one. That's fun. The the at the end of the weekend though, you only maybe. Each workout for less than thirty minutes. Each. Uh-huh. Yeah, because okay. Because yeah. each part yeah. is so yeah so short and intense, which is fine. That's what we train for. Um, yeah, those ones are fun. Big, big sort of spectacle. Yeah, I think,
0: it might be more fun. I mean, no, probably not. But it, it, for me, it was a lot of fun being there and watching it because, mm. like, knowing everybody and knowing what their strengths are. Yeah. To then watch them getting plugged in the right place. Yeah, there was, was cool
1: big plan, big uh, Fraser at the time yep. when he was, he was captain in the team, uh, a lot of planning and strategy on his part. I did, yeah. not, did not envy him. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 To but, try and figure out, right, cool, who works well together? Yeah. Is that like, do we put the two strongest together or do you put a stronger person, stronger gymnast with a weaker gymnast to get through the gymnastics piece? Or mm-hmm. do you put... Mm-hmm. If you put your two strongest gymnasts together, they're going to blitz it. But then you're left with those who are maybe not as strong at the gymnastics. Yeah. So how round. does that play out? Or like massively. barbells, yep. you can't put your two weaker guys on the barbell together because you're going to need they're going to need help to get that bar yeah. moving or do yeah. those reps at the same rate as everybody else in the team. And, yeah. And there's the running one.
0: I was actually going to leave that bit out, but uh, <laughs> no, it's So yeah, so I, so literally, like I, um, I did a podcast with David recently, <laughs> oh, yeah. and. Uh, and we talked. We were talking about running. Yeah, so where was he? Where for was those, he? I know, right? He could have done, done Mar laps. <laughs> but for those of you listening to that, to that listen to that podcast, because we do touch on the the running program and stuff like that. Yeah, so- Um. Well, Liam, I guess you know. I think I just want to sort of finish with you a little bit on. Uh, so not only do you kind of head up the main program, uh, the competition program, everything mm-hmm. like that. Um. You know, you can oversee everything, right? The um. You also wrote some standalone programs that can be purchased from the websites ffd.fit or ffsa.fit mm-hmm. um, just give us a quick rundown of what they are real quick
1: yeah so those, those are the, the none to one programs the, the first one that we wrote was the, the pull up program mm-hmm. essentially so um, everything in there is set from either going from nowhere near a pull up like a strict pull up yeah. to maybe if you already have one but you, you would like a set of five Sure. so you work through that you're 12 weeks worth um chip your way through the, the the workout so there's a few ways you can attack it you can go through the the workouts as written um each day so maybe like three workouts a, a week essentially mm-hmm. um all sort of accessory to training that you could already be doing in class so it's not a take you out of class you're only going to do this for the next however many weeks you can it's like a little 20 minute to 30 minute extra piece get it done after class or before class it's not going to affect you too much for the workout that you're still to do um but the idea there is you just go through it. You can either go through it as written, chip your way through. If you have to like scale a few pieces, that's fine. And then if we get to the end of it, once you've bought it, it's yours. Because mm-hmm. everyone starts at different strength levels. Of course. So if you have to jump back to week six and then finish that from six onwards again, that's cool. Or you can go the more sort of extreme way that you stay on session one, for example, until you can complete it as written. And uh, then you only yeah. then move okay. on to session two and then move on from session two once you can complete session two as written. Yeah. So you just repeat that same process. Okay. Yeah. Whether whether that takes three session three sessions a week for three weeks to finish session mm. one because everyone does start. Like we've had people that blitz through the first couple of weeks thinking, well, this is easy. Like, so, but just, just all <laughs> the prerequisites, wait. the yeah. foundations there. Um, one to, to develop the, the appropriate strength but also like the structure and the stability to be able to, to build the, the volume on that to keep the shoulders healthy, and lats healthy, wrists, everything. Yeah. Depending on what one we do, there's the, the pull-up one, you've got a ring muscle-up and handstand walk one, a bar muscle-up and handstand push-up one, um, but they're all the same format of build the foundations that people like to skip past, yeah. and then just do the fancy stuff. But um, there's like notes at the start that you, gives you a guideline of how best to, to attack the programs. Right. Um, there's always like once you you sign up to it I'll contact you Um, a few of them have like uh, Facebook groups where everyone kind of chats about and gives each other sort of help and advice you put your initial this is my pull up attempt for example and then at the end this is where I'm at now um, or this is my first one that I got maybe four weeks in five, wherever we're at Um, so those are on the website that we can yeah that's fantastic and you've covered
0: a lot of good stuff in terms of like the way you've written the program, it, in a, it, the manner you've written the program, it caters for a lot of things, mm. i.e., like taking into account in different strength levels. Yep. So it's not like you, if you don't quali- it's not like you don't qualify. Yeah. It's you, like
1: you. You literally go from yeah. Never I mean, tried one in your life to yeah. So you
0: can already do whatever it may be. Uh, that's fantastic. And I think the other thing that I think we kind of pride ourselves on at functional fitness is the fact that, like, like David's program with yours also, that the people that actually go on to it. Have the ability to contact you yeah and ask the questions mm-hmm. like because i think that's another thing like sometimes with these programs where like someone buys like a pdf file and gets a pdf file and there's maybe a little blurb mm-hmm. but that's it <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and then yeah. you're kind of having to make up as you go and if you didn't know much about fitness or anything like that mm-hmm. you probably struggle you get it wrong or, or something like that so i think that 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 extra kind of duty of care i think is really what separates our you know our programs certainly from from what i've seen around in the other in the fitness industry widely more widely which is really good yeah so there's a lot
1: there's like movement banks, so you can click on, the movement will be there, not too sure what that is, click the link, takes you to YouTube, shows you what it is, but even then sometimes people might contact me and be like, how should this feel, mm-hmm. or why am I doing this, I'm not too sure of what this is going to do for me, sure. Or um, and then once once people, I find that we're programming as well, if I program extra pieces, once people find out the why, yes then they're more likely to to not just like, if it's an extra piece at the end of class, like, no, it's not optional. Like, do it. it has a purpose. Do you <laughs> yeah, mean? Yeah, like, sure. Um, yeah, chat to your mate, but there's still work to be done.
0: Uh, yeah, of course. And I think that's one thing that's unique to yourself uh, in the fact that, like, because you are so well-versed with the things that you've written, mm-hmm. like, it's not like you've written a pull-up program not being able to do pull-ups. Yeah. You have a frightening number of pull-ups in a row yeah. and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> right? But... um but you've got the, when you said about how it feels, and I think that's very unique as well. Mm-hmm. Because being able to describe how it should feel to someone is actually something that I think only someone that is very well versed in something can do. You know, mm-hmm. I think a good coach can always, can describe how something feels and that helps the coaching process. Oh, yeah. Do you one see one. what I mean? Yeah. So like, and I think that's something mm-hmm. that you're, that you are obviously very good at. And especially with your skill sets. In everything, but specifically in the, in the stuff that you've written already, mm. really ties over well, which is which is really good. And I, again, I think that's I think that's unique. I'm not saying other coaches wouldn't be able to describe how no, something yeah, feels, yeah. but I think just even just you saying that mm-hmm. there's an emphasis there on something that doesn't that isn't spoken about often. Yeah. Uh, you mean you know me? I listen to a, a butt <laughs> on a podcast, <laughs> yeah. right? It's what I do when I drive. It's what I do. Yeah, you know yeah. um And uh, and I, ve- I hear that very rarely. Mm-hmm. So I feel that's unique, which is quite good. Yeah, I think that's lovely. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, we get uh,
1: heaps of questions through class of uh, like not what, like we'll get a few. Why are we doing this? Yeah, but it's mainly like, why am I doing this? Like, why do <laughs> why do I pay the money to come? Yeah, and get my ass kicked every day. <laughs> but the answer is always just because staying the same is not acceptable. Never acceptable. <laughs> staying the same is never acceptable. <laughs>
0: So yeah, and you that's it. And you it. know what, if you're someone that stays the same as we talked about as you get older yeah, gonna, stuff starts yeah. to fall off a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, yeah, which is again a massive point I think of why someone should exercise and train and I think that Yeah um, you know, again for those of you listening that might not be in uh in Scotland, Dundee or or St Andrews area that where our gym's currently are um, that you know you, you can reach out to us mm-hmm. uh, online because again we've got our programs you know there's there's always the ability to sign up to our, our our program if you're someone that exercises in their garage perhaps there's you know there's all these avenues to go down that if you kind of like what you hear that you can always get in contact with us and we can help you uh liam thank you very much always uh, that was you. awesome we yeah, should, we'll absolutely. definitely do another one there's a it's funny how like more questions come out yeah, of more yeah, information yeah. right so like <laughs> uh, you know we can we, we can we can discuss a lot more last thing uh where can people find you if they want to follow you on instagram or facebook
1: uh facebook's just my name just liam puller i don't really use that much True. but um instagram's just random Hero liam you'll see a lot of photos of beers
0: yeah is that Maybe the secret on. sauce that's the secret, that's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> awesome cool okay well uh, guys like as always if you're if you're interested in what we do it's uh, our websites uh, ffd.fit or ffsa.fit uh, we are the functional fitness group and uh and uh, like i said if you if you want to hit me up my handle on instagram is at FunkFitJohnny. i believe i think it is um <laughs> Search and check so. it out. <laughs> check out Liam and uh, and thanks for listening. Take care. Goodbye. Sweet.